to you live from DNHQ in beautiful South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. You really threw me off with that intro. I didn't know what was happening. We're on such a tight schedule. We just run such a tight ship over here, and everything is so accurate and precise and pristine. Yep. And drunk. Yep. <laughs> What's up, guys? My name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram on today's show. Well, the game sucked. You guys probably just watched it. That was trash. That was a real snooze fest, but we'll give them a pass on that one because they played uh, a lot of baseball over the past weekend. But Some excuses. starting rotation, shockingly very good considering yep. how much we trashed it before the season start. Also, Clayton Kershaw may be on a 2022 Cy Young case right now because he is uh, pitching like he's, well, you know, he's still... Not throwing vintage. very hard. He's, they, still, he's still not throwing very he hard. He loves hearing vintage. Uh, rest in peace, Blake Trinan. We got some updates on on Blake with Q Trinan. Uh, in lieu of that, the bullpen guys are going to need to step up, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. There's a possible, likely, it looks like it's locked in for justice, uh, Ryan Pepio, friend of the show. Pepois. Pepois is going to make his debut on Wednesday. So a lot of good stuff coming up on this edition of the Blue Heaven Show. Yes, we're not uh, talking so much about the game. If you want a post-game show, it's eh, not our thing. We, we're doing some uh, our, our thing. That's my own thing. Anyways, we are a podcast, though. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Pandora, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We live there. Go check us out. Leave a good review, please. It means a whole lot. And leave a bunch of stars. Do subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. Hit that bell. Hit a like. Really helps out the channel. Really helps out Doug. And that's all that really matters at this point, guys. Don't forget, this is a live stream. We do this every Monday. We've been here for many years. <laughs> It never ends. Listen, man. It never ends. I've been like podcasting weekly for a long time. So make sure you drop into that chat. Talk to us. Let us know that you're alive. Let us know that we're alive because we don't feel alive very often. Jumping in the chat real quick. Uh, Base Lord said you guys look handsome today. However, we that were. happened before yeah, yeah. we actually came on. So you know what? I'm just going to take it and run with it. <laughs> we phony. do look handsome today. I feel it. Anthony Keen jumped and says, yo, happy Monday, my dudes. Anthony, always good to see you. Um, I think Anthony's up in the Bay Area, if I remember. I think B- I'm going to go to that Giants series. Must be nice. You want to come? Clip that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When is this? June? Second weekend of June. Oh. Eric's here, by the way, guys. There's producer Eric. Look at that. How to jump in with your voice? Looking dapper and dashing and dancer and prancer. You know, all the. They're all dead, right? All those. uh, He's Jewish. He doesn't understand. I don't know the life of reindeer. <laughs> I mean, probably. I feel like Rudolph is you know, probably on some stem cell treatment or something to keep him young. Swag Daddy McGee said, I just got out of the shower. We got a uh, face reveal from Swag Daddy McGee. Did you know that? Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. He tagged me in a tweet, I think it was. Well, yeah, I think he was. I think it was. That's what it Listen, was. I, it's always I, nice to know what you guys look like because I don't get to see your beautiful face. Well, I, I mean, I some just, of you are I beautiful. I need to open air apologize right now. I'm not good at caring enough on social media anymore. I've gotten older. I care about my life and my own free time away from this shithole. Uh, I mean, I love it. You can't have a better job than this, to be real. But uh, I hate these two, that's for sure, with all oh, the love sure. I have in my heart. But, uh, you know, I've got time to respond to people's DMs or, or ats. But... Um, that's it. I'm just, I'm sorry. Justin Kim says, what's up, Brooke? How's your day? You know, I'm feeling good. Uh, long weekend. Um, <laughs> Chicago's tough. It's a good town. Good drinking town. 
Deep Dish is trash, by the way, for anybody who's wondering. That's my hot take for the day. Deep Dish is god-awful. The best part about Deep Dish Pizza is the 45 minutes you wait for it where you can drink pitchers of beer, and I will stand by that until the day I die. Domino's Pizza is better than Deep Dish Pizza. Listen, you're trying too hard for a hot take. The thing about Deep Dish Pizza, what makes it so good is that you get to tell people that it's so good and then they try it and they question your standards i drink a budweiser at the cubs game well i drink a lot of things at the cubs game. yeah and you had white claw earlier today woof well look if you're going for the record and drinks in a game you got to kind of turn to white claw sometimes guys i don't know what else uh, to tell you oh the uh budweiser is fighting the modello right now so i got hiccups but okay. um uh there's a few uh, I don't know if they are Korean or Japanese characters on there, but somebody on YouTube saying Pilar coming up if Chris is badly injured, not wishing, does, just asking. We were talking about that earlier. If there's a chance that CT3 does go on the IL thanks to taking one off his, uh, his knee, which <laughs> is not fun, I would imagine Pilar is the more likely option to come up instead of my boy Rake Lamb. Uh, which is pretty Jake lame, if you ask me. But I think it's the right call to have somebody who could play premium defense at all the outfield spots than a first baseman, third baseman, trying his hardest in left field. I will note, though, Rake Lamb is on a tear at AAA right now. So, uh, yes, to your question, if CT3 is out, it's going to be um, Pilar. I do think they buy a day or two, as they love to do with CT, and he won't go anywhere until – Probably after Philly. You know what's really sad? Maybe like travel The day. biggest uh, travesty of this entire week. We didn't go, get to go live on Mother's Day. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. I was busy with all of your moms, so it makes sense yeah. that we couldn't go. But, Listen. I mean, it just seems so fitting. Nando390 and, says, my mom said you guys wished her a happy Mother's Day last night. This is true. We hey. did. Shout out to our boy Roach for putting a, together a very minimal amount of effort to <laughs> He stitched together a, a your mom. Um, what is that? An homage? Is yeah, that homage? A, is that a sorts? package? Yeah, yeah, a package. He a put together reel. a package for your mom. <laughs> I think the best part was like two weeks ago. I had somebody asking. Someone was asking about our podcast, and another guy's like, he talks a lot about moms, and my mom's dead. And I was like, that's so, not my fault, brother. <laughs> so it was mine. And here we are, Mario in the stream saying Brooks. Brooke, Clint, Eric, you guys are awesome. We appreciate that. We appreciate the love. This is a show that's for you guys. It's a different type of show. If you want, uh, as we've said, if you want boring numbers and and dodgery uh, blah, blah, blandness, you you have plenty of other options here. But if you want to talk about deep dish pizza and your mom, this is the spot. What really has this show become? If Crocs Uh, are sandwiches or not? You've listened to this too. show for a Here's lot the of your life. I, I, yeah, I, it was it's a top three well, podcast on my Spotify before well, I even see. started working here. But why? Why are we still a thing? We got a real, real fanboy in here. <laughs> you know, I think it's you know, you guys just have so much gravitas, as Bob Costas would say. It's the on-air presence. That French? It's the interaction with the fans. It's the casually drinking beers on a Monday night. It's what you guys help people break up the week. Yeah, we are the the first people to be doing it this way. And we were, were talking. The last. We were talking about me doing a live show by myself in the morning, drinking beers. So that'd be great. You know, I just breakfast wanna... with Brooke. Drop in the comments. Let yeah. us know what you think oh, about our show. Yeah, me me doing the uh, the par three down at uh, Oreo Seco, like just like on a live stream while I have my earpods in and just like talking. Earpods. Earpods. I love uh, Mike Earpon. Um, wouldn't it need to be more baseball related than golf? I'll talk about it while I'm slicing him into the woods. Whatever. That might I'll, be a good show, actually. I'll watch, I'll watch that show. <laughs> the carnivorous lunar activity said uh, Doug had a touch of the coughs. Okay. 
we're worried about Doug. Doug has had a nasty, like, like lingering cough because he has these allergies that are just not going away. So if you guys have some drugs you want to send <laughs> allergic for his allergic uh, issues, uh, send it to our P.O. box because why not? I'll see you like this. You like the with the. Mike, Mike says you guys talk uh, too much about drinking and not enough about baseball. Well, Mike, you didn't use the right two, so your opinion doesn't matter in this particular instance. There's never enough talking about drinking. Jeez, come on, man. Number Dodger fans. Anthony Keen also said, I'm so here for breakfast with Brooke. Plus, Done. the yeah. intro of this show is literally us talking to you guys. So if it gets brought up, the beer gets brought up, that's because of a fan. So don't yell at us. Yell at somebody in the, in the, uh, the audience, if I, you I will. Think, I think I brought it up. Jenny says, hey, you go eat raw, honey. <laughs> Oh, for Doug, it's good oh. for it's good for local oh, allergies. I thought that was an insult. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, it's for Doug. That, uh, did you see that one clip on uh, the Instagram of the guys? Uh, he was doing like old rag ragtime baseball um, insults. He's like, "Hey, my mother is a whore." I don't know. I mean, it was they were really bad insults. Anyways, that's the whole point. I called Cubs fans whores on the way out of that game. By the way, so all males, noble. Yeah, no good of you. Felt right, Brian. Yeah, you're a real. Uh, he's a real gentleman, gang. Uh, before, <laughs> where's Doug? I like uh, eat raw honey. Don't like it? You can eat raw honey. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, put Send put it, it on a t-shirt. It's not going to sell uh, to anybody. Before we get into the real baseball topics, guys, uh, 162 games of a baseball season can feel like a grind to watch. But you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. It's my bookie, not my brookie. But my brookie here is going to tell you about run lines. He's going to tell you about money lines and props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Did you know how simple it is? It's a little. It's a little further down. Oh, yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Didn't know that. Uh, getting started is simple. Deposit three hundred dollars and play with two hundred dollars instantly. Just use promo code Dodgers Nation. All one word. It's Dodgers Nation. Claim a my bookie deposit bonus. Yeah. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the my bookie family. Absolutely. Join it. Not my brookie. Just a reminder, my bookie. I know it's confusing when it's coming from me, but guys, go ahead and sign up today using promo code Dodgers Dodgers Nation Nation to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with my bookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Yum. That's Red Robin. But they're both yum, both delicious. I like money. Guys. The starting rotation for your Los Angeles Dodgers. We're getting into the Dodger talk now, so Mike, there you go. Uh, It's great. It's somehow great. This was the thing. We've talked about this a couple weeks ago. This was the thing everybody was worried about going into the season. The rotation is going to be bad. They have a bunch of nobodies. They're they're thinking that Andrew Heaney is going to provide any sort of value, and here we are, the numbers before (laughs) before. Julio's outing today. The numbers look good. Rattle off some numbers there, Chief. No, I, I mean, still, I mean, you still look at Julio today. It still was not a bad outing. Obviously, 11 hits, but a lot of them, if you look at them, you're like, those aren't hits in the book, but they actually were hits in the book. So it's unfortunate it happens sometimes. First and F4 at 3.3 across starting rotations. First and ERA at 1.83. Obviously, took a little bit of a hit today, allowing the least home runs per nine innings in baseball. There's a lot of different reasons to love this starting rotation. And honestly, if you were to ask me at the beginning of the season, would this team have their starting rotation ranked as high as it is right now without so many guys that were missing, without 
a fifth starter. We did not have a fifth starter coming into this year. We didn't. We oh, weren't really? sure if we had a fourth starter. They were like, is Tony Gonzalez going to be in? Is Andrew Heaney going to be in the bullpen? Like, is he an $8 million bullpen guy? Yeah. Uh, obviously, we were all planning to not have Trevor Bauer. So we were all looking at this rotation and saying, yeah. I don't know. This is a, this is a World Series uh, rotation. But here we are all these years later. <laughs> Walker Buehler, <laughs> his last three starts specifically, rattling off 21 innings and one earned run. And... Uh, I feel like we've come a long way from that Colorado series just in general for starters, but posting a 1.1 B war 198 ERA plus uh, Bueller is looking like the ace of the staff, which he was expected to look like, mm-hmm. but that's one of the things that we're relying on this year. And he looks like he's shoving every time he goes out there. He looks like he's going to win the game every time he goes out there. Yeah. I, I, I just want to throw out all Colorado stats. I think they're doesn't count. It's a, it's a Fake nightmare yeah. facility. I mean, it's a lovely facility to watch, like, you know, I mean, they, to watch, like, co-ed softball or something like that. Ooh. Or, you know, you know those drunk, angry, like, late 40-year-old men that play softball, like, every night of the week, and they get in fights every time because they serve beer in the middle. I guess I'm just talking about BLD, really. But, BLD. Yeah, it seems like a BLD to me. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's my thing. But Julio, again, even even with the start today, yeah, look. Scattered a bunch of hits. Uh, somebody just said he left a bunch of ducks on the pond, and and he's looking good. Oh, the ducks playing Anaheim. Tony Gonsolin, friend of the show, shoving. Still struggling a little bit with the walks, but you know, not as bad as he's been in the past. I said he would be the best number five starter in all of baseball. And, and you're and wrong. He's the number four starter. <laughs> the best number five starter in all of baseball is Clayton Edward Kershaw. That's what I'm saying, though, is he is one of the best back end starters in all of baseball right now, and he's showing it. And you guys just keep sleeping on him. You keep telling me he's not a good pitcher, and I'm just over here telling you, just you wait. I bought stock in Tony Gonsolin a long time. I bought stock when we talked to him. Let's be honest. I bought, yeah, I mean, he talked to us, so he's my he's my buddy. So I bought stock in him. However, due to shoving, one point six four ERA, still still walking guys a little bit, but yeah. much better than he was last year. The controls much better. The splitters there, much better. Julio, I mean, aside from I mean, today wasn't even that bad, honestly. No. But aside from the first start of the season before today's game, twenty two innings pitched, a point eight two ERA and a two and zero record, and he's punching out nineteen and walking five. Julio is the guy that we were expecting him to be yeah. all of a sudden, and by the way, he's also doing that with Dave putting training wheels on him because he still is. Eh. They keep talking about him being young and wanting to protect him because he's young, but I'm like, how long can this guy be young for? I feel like he's been young since I was young. He made his debut, what, 2016? When he was 19? When he was 19. He got a whole new shoulder and the whole thing. They babied him through that. They babied him through 19 with that weird hybrid role. Um you know, they let the training wheels off as much as they could in 20, but there was not that much, uh, you know, pitching available to do in 20. Uh, and then 21, you go out there and see him get the most wins in baseball, which is the most important stat of all stats of all time. But um, between the three of those guys, I would I would argue the biggest surprise is Tony Gonsolin. And Eric, I want to get your opinion on uh, Tony Smokes, the cat man, big time cat guy. How are you feeling about Anthony Gonsolin out there? This I'm, season, I also have a lot of shares of uh, Gonsolin in my portfolio. He's a big part of the uh, Eric Elo fund. Uh, yeah, I've always thought he could be one of the you know the best back end starters in the league. I think he has the potential to be a top twenty five starting pitcher down the road. Um, I think once they've 
they've done what they need to do with Julio, which is just, you are a starter. We're going to leave you in the starting rotation. We're not going to drag you to the bullpen, drag you back out, make you an opener. I think having that confidence of knowing his role and having it clearly defined has really helped him this year. Yeah, and he, he's told us as much. Go back a, a few, well, I forgot the last time we had him on. I think it was actually after the World Series. It was the last time we had Tony on, so we got to call him, give him get him back uh, out here in the studio for the first time. But he said that was one of the biggest struggles for him, especially in that 20 postseason. He didn't know what his role was, and – he went, what, two, like 16 days without pitching from the end of the regular season into this? He, now he's he going also, every fifth day, and you're seeing what it does. He also didn't have a defined role even going to the playoffs. They were no, like, hey, you're going to be a bullpen guy. And they were playoffs. like, hey, injury, starter, go ahead. And he was just like, oh, okay, get in the game. So, I mean, when you, if it's you're tough. used to being a starting pitcher and you have that consistency, you're going to get used to it. If he comes into the office, are you going to bring your cat? Which one? You have two cats? Three cats. You have three cats? Yeah. That sucks, man. Send they're all, uh, At least two you have of, a pool now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them uh, got on top of the pool cover, and uh, that was a... Ah, uh, wet pussy. <laughs> that's that's going to be a half a star lower on our uh, a Google rating. Yeah. Um, Tyler Anderson's another guy who stepped that up. That is a name. In, in the absence, in the death of Andrew Heaney, who is on his way back, and I think we're talking a little bit more about Heaney later on in the show, but... Man, Tyler Anderson's getting the job done as best he can. Um, as a starter, you know, what, five earned runs over 14 and two-thirds innings pitch. He's been good. He's striking out dudes. Uh, I don't know how because I guess herky-jerky hides the ball well, but he don't really put much pizzazz on that pitch. Um, you know, it's like the uh, – what's the uh, – Shelby Carlos Correa? Um Nestor Cortez, your mom. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, he's like that guy. You don't out. You don't have to have the, uh, the the high heat or anything like that to get the job done this day and age. Look at one Clayton Edward Kershaw, which we will get to in a second. But uh, he's definitely one of those guys. When you're talking about like somebody to fill in a rotation spot, we've never had somebody like that. We've never had somebody that can pitch five solid, maybe more if you if you were to kind of let him loose and let him go. And uh, Dodgers changed it. The Dodgers did exactly what they did with Andrew Heaney. They changed up his pitch mix. They said, this pitch sucks. Throws the, Throw this one. And they, he was like, all right, I'll do that. Well, and look just, at it. It's they showing. Just, they just teach that slider to everybody, and it works. And then the dude now has like a, you know, around hovering around a three ERA oh. as a starter, which is like for a back end, not even a back end of a rotation guy, a number six starter. That's golden that's amazing that's fantastic we did not expect to have this kind of depth at this point in the season we also didn't expect everybody to be this kind of, this healthy during the season so I, I would argue and, I, and this isn't me trolling you guys as I usually do but I would argue one of the bigger uh, no, 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 I don't know how, what it means it means something to me the fact that the starters are actually staying in there long enough to be getting wins they what the starters had won 14 of the 19 wins or however many wins you, we have you, right you, now you, you wins, that man. means something and especially now with all these dudes hurt, you got Trinan who's afraid to go get an MRI or whatever it is. So he's like, I'm just going to put Jesus on it and see what happens. You know, it's <laughs> a good line. I'm, I'm going very... to stay away from the Blake Trinan. Because... I'm, I'm very happy with that line. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, man. I got I got some interesting emails about a Trinan article this past weekend. Look, that's all I got. <laughs> But aside still from those means guys, something, though. it still means something for a pitcher to stay in long enough to be earning these wins because the bullpen's going to need that help. Offense still has to produce. Uh, wins don't mean anything. They could be earning the loss. You know why Nolan Ryan never won a Cy Young Award? Your mom. Because he didn't have any wins. <laughs> Dude played for 63 years. <laughs> you guys like that I've been throwing in the mom jokes more 
than uh, than you. Have your own personality, man. No, no, I'm just. I'm, You're I'm, the guy who yells loud at games and and uh, is strangely clean. It's very clean. Clean. Aside from those guys, though, there is also one Clayton Edward Kershaw having a hell of a year. So he, I was at the game on Saturday. Tossed seven shutty. Oh, you? my goodness. It was amazing. It was phenomenal. I had my Kershaw jersey on. I went into a uh, bar that I had batting cages in it after, and this guy tapped on my shoulder. The big, big drunk Cubs fan. He, like, did the slap on the shoulder, not the tap. And I was like, I'm in trouble. I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> I turned around. He's like, did you know Clayton Kershaw's washed? And I said, did you know Clayton Kershaw just tossed seven shutout innings? And then the area proceeded to go, ooh. And I was like, I'm not in a good place. I am in trouble here. He was nice about it, though. Cubs fans have very much accepted the fact that they are a terrible team. Terrible. And they know it. They're like, hey, this team sucks. It's cool to watch the Dodgers. You remember when they were supposed to be a dynasty? And then they just like, they, they had a couple injuries and they're like, nope, nope. That's like the send everybody away. It's like the equivalent of a country, like, se- like if a state separated from the United States, and they're like, we're going to be a dynasty. And then they were back <laughs> they're the, the They're the real Brexit of, uh, look at me, hitting all these the controversial topics. I don't know what that means, to be honest with you. I'm kind of an idiot now. Uh, the, I think their thing was, hey, Rizzo, Brian, you guys want uh, less money? No. Forget it. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, me being um, Theo Epstein. However. Kershaw, great. Kershaw good. Kershaw delicious. First five starts of the season. 30 innings pitch, 1.8 ERA, 32 punchies. Uh, right now, you know, he ranks ninth in starter ERA. It's still very early, obviously. Oh, we care about ERA now? <sighs> Number two starter in whip, which when he's on, his whip is phenomenal. And we know that because he doesn't walk a lot of guys. He doesn't give up a lot of hits. Uh, I mean, we're looking at this guy now. I didn't think we'd be at a point at at any point in a season, at any single point in any given season from here on in his career, where we look at it and say, hey, he has an outside shot at a Cy Young this year. I didn't think we'd ever be back there. But here we are, obviously still very early. A lot could happen. He's old. I'm old. You're very old. Huh? But the current FanDuel odds, it's, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not improbable. It could happen. In a year that has been so improbable. The Kershaw has happened. Uh, right now, Corbin Burns listed as a favorite, correct, at plus 500? Yep. <clears throat> Not same as Scherzer. Scherzer's the same odds. We understand odds. Yeah. Walker Buehler at plus 1,200. Clayton Kershaw at plus 1,700. I think before the season, I had said Walker Buehler would win his first Cy Young Award. That is also a very real possibility. Fucking Homer. Sorry. I just have strong beliefs in him. I don't care. I believe in my team, right? But, I mean, we're really I, looking at a – I mean, nothing has changed with Clayton Kershaw, by yeah. the way. Zero has changed. Same pitch use – almost almost identical mm-hmm. pitch usage from 2021 the entire season right now, which means that he's not going to mix it up any no, more than he is no. right now. He's he going to do what he continues to do. He hasn't mixed it up for the last five years. He's been the same exact dude. Still does not have the combio. Reaction. We got reaction. Cam. That is such a bummer that you would say that on the show. We're not, we're not, we're not big fans of calling the change up the combio around here. I think it's outplayed and overused, and we don't like it very much. Love uh, you, Jay. So, like, what are we, what are we calling it? Better execution, luck? Like, what, what is it? I mean, you rather be lucky than good in any of these ball sports. He's like league average in like exit velocities and barrels and like all of these things that talk about contact rate and you all these things. But his walk percentage is fantastic. You, you gotta be playing some bad teams. That does play That's in. That's another part of it that Eric also unearthed. If, Eric, you have something to say about that, I believe. 
I was just going through the stats and looking uh, at all the teams he started against. And I think at the time when I looked, I think it was Saturday afternoon, only Minnesota's in the top 10 by OPS in the whole league. And the one, you, the one game he was awful was against the Braves, which I think we would agree is a pretty, pretty good lineup. But Clint, mm-hmm. you missed a golden opportunity to include Clayton Kershaw and wins. Because the first time ever in his career, he's won four of his first five games without recording a loss. You just lo- you got to love pitcher wins. So they're giving him the Chris Paddock treatment. <laughs> You know what? You know what? Padres fans and Chris Paddock's brother really didn't like when I exposed him, and I said, "You know why he's good? Because he plays shitty teams, and that's all they do because they want to fluff up his ego and make Listen, him feel good about himself." And then what happened when he started playing good teams? Best number five starter in baseball right Mike now. Mike Clevenger? No, Kirsch. Oh. <laughs> You got a Hall of Famer as your number five guy. You could argue he's your number three guy, but he's not the number one guy right now. He's playing the right teams. He is getting some luck, but also I think I think him taking this is really bothering me. I think him taking that time off and not throwing until January really effing helped him. I think it did. I, I mean, just giving himself that much of a chance to clear the old noggin. He didn't pitch at all in October, which is you know a first. He's only done that, what, once or twice in his career where the team didn't make it in 10 and 11? Roach, does, Roach doesn't even watch our show. He doesn't even know, he doesn't even know who we interviewed. <laughs> Ask your mom. We didn't talk to Buster only this week. <sighs> People from San Bernardino, I swear. I mean, some of Kershaw, you could argue, is a little bit luck. If you look at the 239 BABIP, I mean, that's mm-hmm. probably going to you know, result in some more hits. So there, are, there is some luck involved there. But it's Clayton Kershaw. Oh, I love Clayton Kershaw. All right, so here we are. It is uh, May 9th at uh, 7 p.m. Don't date the show. On a Monday. I would never date the show. <laughs> Don't like to tie myself down to shows like that. So the big question is, you where do we... St- with the show. <laughs> <laughs> where do we stand on Clayton Kershaw's Cy Young chances in 22? And for that, I will turn to Eric to answer the question very early on. Where do you stand on his Cy Young chances this year? I think you guys said it best. I think it's an outside chance. Um, you know, I want to see a, f- a few more months, but the Dodgers have done an incredible job of, you know, picking really nice landing spots for him. It's like, we're not going to start you in Coors. We're yeah. going to start you in big. this funky, weird Twins game in the morning. It's cold. I mean, I think all that really helped him out. Um, but, I mean, it says something, right? FanDuel is, like, the number one sports book, and their Clayton Kershaw is the number four Cy Young candidate on there. So, my bookie's also a great sports book, too. Thank uh, you. But, look, I, I, I think he has a chance to do He's it. And I, and I don't think there would be – I think this would be – if he were to win this, this would be the sweetest Cy Young of his career. I think this may even be better than the, winning the MVP, uh, maybe even better than winning an ERA title. It would be winning a fourth Cy Young when everyone just thought he was down and out. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it done with uh, pitchers in the past. Of course, that was in the steroid era. <laughs> That probably not going to happen again that way. Another good point I did, had not thought thought about before all of this. Uh, Jose Rodriguez is a good point. You also have to give the dead ball credit. And there's yep. a little something to that because Clayton Kershaw at his worst or when he's not right or not doing particularly well does give up the long ball pretty freaking often. So yeah. there might be something to that. Maybe he is benefiting from that. And you know what? <clears throat> That's fine. I'm going to enjoy Because we are not benefiting from it. I, I'm going to enjoy this version of Clayton Kershaw we're getting right now. We did not think we would get this. We didn't even know if we'd be getting Clayton Kershaw pitching meaningful games at all. Maybe you thought he, he would be heading out on a triple-A rehab assignment at this point. And in, in, from what we saw at the end of 2021, him walking off the mound, the, the whole sights and sound, him still holding the ball, uh, him wearing his damn jersey in the post-game press conference when he was removed from the game, went the second or third inning. 
you didn't know what you're going to get from Kershaw. You didn't know if you were ever going to see him back. Uh, at, you can go as far as that. And to see this right now, if he wins a Cy Young, hell yeah. If he doesn't, he's still going to put up a great year. And we got another year of a Hall of Fame career for uh, Clayton Kershaw, and he's doing Hall of Fame things. If he wins a Cy Young this year, I feel like I have to do something special. Stop doing things. I know. I just I have like to. you just you just keep doing things and then you immediately regret them. And then I got to film you struggling. I'm at like the jackass point in my career. <sighs> Five pound burrito. Listen, we're not going to do any butthole things. Yeah. Five pound burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we're not going to get the post. <laughs> Whatever. All right. If, if, if uh, Kirsch wins the Cy Young in 2022, you guys let us know uh, what you want I'll Brooke shotgun to do. Four of his beers in a row. Jose Rod Five says get a Kershaw tattoo. Oh, you should get a Kershaw tattoo. Uh, no, I'm pretty committed to not having Dodger tattoos, to be honest with you. No, it's just in a Tony Crenshaw right uh, on your just ass. Just Tony Crenshaw, just no, the, no, tramp stamp. Oh. Right across, and it's got to have like 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 frillies. Hell yeah! I don't know what that means. Why Jenny wants to know what's wrong with me? <laughs> we're we're gonna need a different show for that one, Jenny. <laughs> That's uh, breakfast with Brooke. Yeah, check breakfast out breakfast with Brooke. Just me I'm like really, smoking cigarettes really and cracking to, beers in the morning. Just we like, do need to have this show, don't we? Yeah, we're gonna have to storyboard that. I like, to tell did Brooke go live at three a.m. for the show? Oh, at three a.m. <laughs> breakfast with Brooke. I'm like, I haven't gone to bed yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously your voice is gonna be blown. Yeah. Uh, look, we're gonna we're gonna add it, and it's gonna be a good time or a bad time. Robert Baker said, "Shave the stash if he gets the cycle." That's not happening. We're probably gonna get arrested. I think you should bring the mullet back. It's on his way. Is that what I that's supposed the, to be? I shaved the sides off. It's on his way. All right, proud yeah. of you. And root. that's gonna be roots. It's gonna be a uh, postseason mullet. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Sticking to a few of the comments here. Uh, Carnivorous Lunar Activity says, Kershaw, this year is all that's beautiful about baseball. It is fun to see a moment like I was just describing in the beginning of October where he walked off the mound. You didn't know if you see him again at, at what capacity and when. And we're seeing this. It's cool. It's fun. Baseball's cool. I like I like baseball. Baseball, baseball. Do, do you think those events you just laid out have led to people like really savoring this year for Kershaw on top of becoming the franchise all-strikeout leader on top of the almost perfect game? Like I feel like people are appreciating it more. Right? Yeah. Obviously, we took it for granted for years. I feel like he's at a point now, too, where he's also doing that. Like he's appreciating these yeah, moments. He's, he's appreciating what he's, he's a doing right man. now. For <laughs> a sure he is. Kirsch. I mean, just uh, just like in little conversations, like being able to overhear them in the clubhouse, mm-hmm. like just listening. And I'm like, he just seems like a different person. And not to necessarily say that he was like a bad person before or anything like that, but he definitely feels like more appreciative of the opportunity that he has, which is a weird place to be in, but also, you know, father time. He's a bitch. <laughs> Well, I think Ravitch brought up a great point when you guys interviewed him. No, we interviewed Buster Olney. <laughs> Excuse apparently. me. Buster Olney's brother, Carl Ravitch. They had different yeah. names, same mom, long story. But, you know, the fact that he's been in a major media market for this long and, you know, knock on wood, has never misstepped once. He's never had one bad yeah. moment or said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing or had a, you know, just did something stupid. And that's pretty Got impressive. Got caught with a hooker in his bed or anything dumb. Yeah. Well, not even like a passive aggressive comment to a reporter. I mean, he's got a, he's thrown a perfect game with the media for 15 years. This is true. He's the perfect man. Everything about he's him. He's never is, done anything wrong in his entire yeah. life. He's got too many kids, though. 
I think uh, I think Leslie is. Um, I think she's talking crap. I don't know. Just the way it starts. Eat a big fat fatty. A big fat fatty from Fat Cells. You never had Fat I Cells? Know, I don't know what these things are. You never had Fat Cells? You live I don't in LA. know movies. Fat Cells is a restaurant, dude. I don't go to LA. LA is garbage. Oh, you're from like Riverside, LA. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm from Whittier. Riverside, LA. Where the girls aren't prettier. Whittier is the Riverside of LA. No, I would argue it's more Long Beach than anything, but okay. Um, but I hate Los Angeles. I don't like going to places where I can't park. I don't like going to places where there are people. New guy. Don't like L.A. Me and Randy Newman do not see eye to eye. Ah. Because he loves L.A. Yeah, short people. <laughs> short people. <laughs> don't I owe, I owe somebody like a karaoke song, don't I? I think it's Danny. Smooth. <sighs> Just like the ocean under the moon. A couple more comments. LL, uh, ladies love white chocolate here on YouTube in the stream saying, I'll be brutally honest. Do you remember that? Uh, it's a great name. Uh, I thought Kershaw was done so. A lot of people, I would argue a lot of people didn't. I would argue some didn't pay enough attention. That's it. That's all I got. That's really Back good. to you in the studio. Uh, Katie says she'll be back in LA next week. Let's go eat fat sales. Katie, can you bring us fat sales? I probably won't be here. And pistachios. <laughs> and pistachios. Yeah, we're going to need. We got we to gotta feed our Doug. Lots of pistachios. Every, when, when Doug doesn't have enough pistachios, his health declines and he gets more cough. Is that, is that a thing? Can we do that? Can we just lie? Doug's not well. <laughs> Send us your pistachios to our P.O. box. Send money to Doug. <laughs> he needs his cough fixed. <laughs> Send a $5,000 million uh, super chat if you want Doug to be alive. Uh, Roach says that I grow a mullet of Kirsch wins a scion. Sure, whatever. I'm, I'm cool with that. I've had a mullet before. I had a good time. I had a mohawk before. I had a really good time. Anthony Keen reminds us that we also need Coke Zero for Doug, too. Uh, I, I replenished the CZ in the fridge. Uh-huh. We're in a good spot. We got uh, Budweiser sent to us from our friends at Budweiser. Thank you, Budweiser. Eat fresh. I brought pistachios. You did, but on the day where Doug's not here in the office. I guess he's not getting any pistachios. Katie says she'll bring him as long as I'm not there. Making enemies this is everywhere easy. I go. This is easy. I'm real good at leaving places early. Yeah, yeah. Especially on a, on a, on a Wednesday? Wednesday. It's an early game. I don't know, man. I got, are stuff, we gonna, I got are stuff to we... do. I got people to see. I got whole stuff. <laughs> So close. It was so close to great. Somebody cut that. Cut that. Yeah, <laughs> I, that I, I, got, I got the timestamp. Yeah. Uh, Lou yeah. says, what do you guys think about the sl- slow turner in the four hole? Lou, I would tell you to check out our Dodgers Nation roundtable because we talked all about the batting order. Oh, big time. That guy's week. a company, man. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Really just dig into the camera and, and plug the roundtable again. Lou, listen to me. Eye contact. Check out the Dodgers Nation Roundtable. It's on our YouTube channel. It even has its own feed for Roundtable. You can check it out. It says batting order shakeup. It's a great video. These guys do a fantastic job. Check it out the channel. And make sure to subscribe. Great review. Wait, I got to push that have button. You read our, uh, have you read our reviews lately? They're a little hurty. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've just completely devolved from any sort of... Like there's, there's the structure is still there. Someone in here has an ex-wife with fans too, so I think that may be as part of it. Oh, Eric, <laughs> <laughs> we're domestic partners. Oh, we're uh, you? Hey, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. So tax is, savings. By the way, is fat cells on the way here yet, or what's like, uh, what's the deal? Yeah, I just got a notice from DoorDash. It's coming. Okay, cool. We appreciate that. You want a green and red salsa? Bear shit in the woods. Team Ruiz uh, says, fire Dave Roberts, please. We got to fire Dave Roberts in the chat. 
We love those. <laughs> I think half of them are fake just to get a reaction, right? Like people just kind of know. No. Thing they do. At least half. I've been, I've been watching these streams we got for, a long for, time. for a long time. We got one star from Jimmy Barraza because he said that he can't listen to us with the kids in the car. We never claimed to be a family-friendly <laughs> show. Jimmy, what's their mom's name? <laughs> well, I guess he's not watching. He's not listening. watching anyways. All right, let's, uh, let's professional it up again for, uh, uh, for at least one segment. We are now 20, what, six games into the 162 Major League Baseball campaign with your Los Angeles Dodgers, and the injury bug is uh, creeping up. It's mostly attacking the bullpen. It's mostly attacking arms, as we um, kind of worried about, as a lot of baseball pundits pundits kind of worried about heading to the season. Uh, spring training happened quick. It was a short ramp up and they're just thrown out there trying to, to get major league hitters. Plus you would argue a different ball, a different feeling. It is a slicker ball. I could see somebody gripping it, uh, you know, a certain way that could cause some issues, maybe more in the forearm elbow, like we saw with Kershaw last year, but we're seeing a lot of shoulder issues. Blake Trinan uh, went from it's going to be a few days to now out until the All-Star break, which is interesting. Um, it's supposed to be just a minor shoulder thing. I, I don't understand the turning down an MRI. What value? That's going to be on Breakfast with Brooke. <laughs> There's a lot of things I can say about that, but I don't want to keep it to myself in this particular situation. Do, they, uh, do you need to be vaccinated to go into the hospitals these days? Uh, the MRI the machines have uh, information to steal your 5G. Uh, oh, don't steal the 5G. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what the deal is. I think, you know, what you say, like he's trusting Jesus or something. I don't know what his deal is. With yeah, this yeah. One. he's going to put a little Jesus on that shoulder. But wouldn't you like want to know good. if there's something wrong with it? Yeah, I would not want to waste an entire another platform season because isn't he in a, after isn't this, he in this contract it's year, a, it's a contract <laughs> year. You want to play for that next big bag and, you know, you want to be in your optimal health. Um if it is just inflammation, which is what they're saying, okay, I would still want to know. I think more information is better, but, you know, some people like select information. Um, and uh, that ain't me, dog. That ain't me. But he's going to be out, and that's, uh, that's tough, of course. We also haven't seen him yet so far this season, but Victor Gonzalez is now going to be out possibly for the full season because – so you, you, you said knee. I thought it was an elbow thing. Didn't he get an elbow – he's getting an elbow scope. He's getting an elbow. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. And the amount of time in which he is out is going to be determined on the results of that scope and cleanup. But it sounds like it's going to be – if we see him in September, cool. If not, we've gone really the last couple of years without Victor Gonzalez. Um, you know, sucks. Yeah, here's the thing. The dude hasn't pitched in a big league game since uh, August 2021. And even no. when he was pitching in big league games, he looked to have lost it from 2020. 2020 was just such a weird year, obviously, for so yeah. many different reasons. But it presented a really good opportunity for guys who are not very good to pretend like they were. And I'm not saying that that's the case for Victor. I am saying that maybe it was an outlier for him and maybe he's not that guy. But if he can be healthy, like he's going to be a useful yeah. arm. He's going to be a useful dude. And the vagueness surrounding it was like. Yeah. That That's was, usually the telling sign with the Dodgers. That when usually they give means, you nothing. That means you're out for the season yeah. most of the time. When they give you absolutely nothing, it just is like the next day, like the Eddie Rios thing. Same yeah. thing where it's like, oh, we're not really sure. Like, we don't really want to talk about it that much. Like, he's, <laughs> he's getting looked at. And then it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, Torn Labor, I'm out for the season. So, uh, by the way, he won't be here. And it was just like, what? <laughs> it's. Um, <clears throat> 
You're thankful that you had some of these. You're now extra more thankful for uh, the Dodgers going out and getting uh, not Blake Trinan, Blake Trinan's friend Craig Kimbrell. Because without Kimbrell, I mean, Trinan was supposed to be the damn closer at one point. That's where it looked like it was going. That's my favorite comment so far. Mm, we cool. can't we can't read that one on air, but yeah. man, you guys you guys really got to get to me. You got a hat coming for you at Dodger Stadium. Um, <laughs> you were expecting a, a lot of these dudes to come. To, damn it, I was caught myself. To be options before Kimbrel and and to really be able to lock it down for justice. I said lock it down. You distracted me there. Um, it's a great comment. But you're without them, and now some other dudes, they really need to step up, and that's, um, that's where the Dodgers are going to be right now. Again, you're, you're grateful that they made that Kimbrel trade. He's there, and now it's going to be up to the Phils, as we call them. We got Phil Asia. I mean, we got Phil Bickford, and we got Evan Phillips, who it even feels like they're kind of backing off on the Phillips love a little bit. Dave hasn't been going, going to him as, you know, as much, I guess, really just in the last week. Do you think Tommy Conley picks up some of the high leverage right-hander stuff? Canely. Canely. Excuse me. Mr. Canely. Canely's going to be a big guy. Uh, Brewster, as they as Matt Vesker's going to call him. Brewster Gratterall would be the number one option, and he's probably now the official de facto setup man behind Kimbrell to have um, Canely there picking up some innings, and you hope he can stay healthy. You could hope he can be that guy that they signed uh, after the 2020 uh, season there. But um, – you're losing a couple of uh, key arms, potential key arms, one with Victor Gonzalez and the other one being, you know, somebody you're going to rely massively on with Trinan. And you do have some options coming to, to hopefully help you. Caleb Ferguson, Ferguson has been making some, some strides in his rehab. I don't know what the numbers look like. Not good. David Price is, is ready to come off the aisle for the, for the COVID, but he's just kind of chilling in the dugout and – that weird saga with the Dodgers and David Price and not knowing what to do is, is he a coach now <laughs> is weird. Um, Craig mentions Alex Vessia. Of course, Vessia is still going to be around. Um, you hope he can still remain being the guy he was last year. Danny Duffy's going to be a guy who shows up eventually, hopefully midseason. And Dustin May, same thing. Vessia. Maybe is huh. Vessie is the guy that's going to push in the bullpen just, this I just, year. I just, I just, I just, right, right. So I'm saying he's going to be one of the main guys this year. Like, you talk about Bruzdar a lot. And, like, don't get me wrong. You guys know. I was on the Bruzdar train before he pitched a game for the Dodgers. Brother Gatorade, yes. For sure. However, I don't think he's there. I just don't. I just don't think he's there yet. He will be. I don't think he's there yet. Messi, on the other hand, has got the pitch mix, man. Yeah, but I mean, these, I don't think Dave trusts a left hander to be a primary. Um, You're right about that. Setup guy. You're right about that for sure. Yeah. I don't know what the deal and that's is. why I was listing off other righties. People are getting upset about the Vessia thing, but we're talking about a high leverage right handed arm. Yeah. When we're talking about Trinan. We're talking about somebody to, re- to re- not replace, but replace. Play fill, fill that role. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Phil is, uh, we already mentioned. Canely's nasty. Like, Kaylee is very nasty. Justin I mean, talking is, about Mitch White, too. I, I like what we see out of Mitch White when we see him. I don't think he's he's not uh, he's not a leverage reliever for sure, but he's somebody who can get a lot of outs in different spots, and uh, that's going to be the important for the future of this team. But also, look, again, like I was about to say, Dustin May looked at that guy in about three, four months. He could be a real difference maker, but you start to worry about things because this is right around the time last year where they started falling apart, injuries, Everybody was dead. Our pets' heads are falling off. I don't have a pet. 
Cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. But uh, you know, just just keep just keep holding it together. That's Would not be surprised at all to see them make a move for a leverage reliever. Would not be surprised at all. I mean, they're set up for it, especially um, they don't have a set up man. with all that uh, extra that extra power money laying I feel around like I now. Never see Craig Kimbrell also. <laughs> I feel like I never didn't seen he go like two weeks throwing one game or something. Mm-hmm. Because that's stupid, they're like he's like the anti, closer. He's like the anti Kenley. Yeah, Dave was like tie game. I'm like, yeah, just throw him in there. I don't, I don't trust that old uh, Kenley thing. I mean, Kenley, I don't trust that old closer thing. Sometimes I don't like it. Is what I should say. That's it. Are you saying it should be a closer by committee? No, I think it's just somebody should close should pitch in the ninth inning when there's that a would, lead. That would be a closer by committee. No, I think just somebody should pitch. That would be in the a closer inning. by committee. No, no, yeah, yeah, that no, would be closer. closer. By committee. They're the ninth inning out getter. I feel like you're using different words for the same thing. Yep. Listen, don't, that's my bit. Okay. He stole my bit. The Simpsons reference. My bird. Stole my bird. My bird. Uh, he went a week without appearances. He pitched on April 8th and then pitched on April 15th. I mean, it's, it's somewhat consistent, but it's not what we're used to seeing with Kenley where it seemed like every freaking night uh, he pitches. But, I mean, they definitely give Gratterall. They've given Gratterall a ton of run this year. I feel like they've actually given him some, some opportunities in big spots, which is good because I mm-hmm. think he has a lot of potential, but still not missing bats as often as you'd like to see. That's not his thing. He's not. He throws 100, 101, 102. He's not a bat misser. He has nasty run, and they make soft contact. Yeah, mostly soft contact. He's still not giving up bombs or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what we get out of uh, out of Brewster in that spot. And if he's going to have to be the guy to step up in the absence of um, trying, and I'm cool with that. I think uh, you would have you'd be worse off with other options. Well said. Thank you. Well, said. Tyler Anderson will eventually be a guy that's back in the bullpen as well. Evan Phillips, I think, is just one of those dudes that they just like. Uh, it, it happens every time. Doc recognizes a guy who has stuff, who has a hot streak. He rides that guy until his hot streak breaks mm-hmm. massively, and it feels like that's what happened with Evan Phillips. Evan Phillips still has a very good pitch mix and like devastating wipeout stuff, but I just think they just didn't use him right. Dave has a tendency to do that. Yeah, we've given no love to Dan Hudson, my boy. Uh, I yeah. forgot he existed until this moment. I think he leads the team in reliever ERA. Like he's, in a good way or a bad way? A uh, good way. He's okay. at uh, 104. This is among qualified, so there's probably some reliever that got two outs and someone's about to comment, you forgot so-and-so. But this is among qualified by Fangrass. He has a 1.04 ERA. And we got uh, we got thick boy Evan Phillips. Oh, not Evan Phillips. Sorry, Reyes. The burrito. Reyes Moranta. I forgot about Reyes. He's my, he's my, his, his, his royal thickness. No love for Robbie Erlin. We kind of skipped Robbie Erlin. He too. just died today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, you know, I think Moronta needs like a real good music, like walking, like real good music. Like Dust Off Volver Volver? No, no, it's got to be something thick. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to have some real bass. What is, uh, what is that one? Uh, we love Tito's Tacos. Yeah, the Tito's Tacos song? That's. That's where it is, but I'm yeah, he's he's gonna be one of those first guys that when uh, when we need somebody um, more better, as they say. Somebody called him Thick Pedro Baez, and I was like, "That's not nice. That's not yeah, nice to any of them. Ever to either be, of them. Nobody ever wants to be called Pedro Baez." By the way, he was—I think we talked about it last week—he was released by the Astros. Yeah, he's um, dead. Anybody want to see that guy back? Nope. Good answer. And in other Astros news, oh, you want to talk about? Uh, well, I know, I know, World, I know. Brooke wants to talk about World it. World Series champion Josh Reddick. Yeah, 
what is he doing now? He works at uh, he's Kmart. He's playing baseball in Australia. <laughs> no, he, he works at Kmart. Well, in the printer in section. He, <laughs> I would have thought it was a trash can section. Listen, he, he was so bad at baseball in the Mexican League that he had to go to an entirely different continent where the toilets go the wrong way. Just to continue trying to play baseball. Toilets are upside down? Yes. Clearly he's never watched that Simpsons episode. Simpsons reference. You guys got to start watching like real shows. What? What do you suggest? Something stupid? Uh, Ted Lasso is pretty good. I'll give Brooke Brooke credit for that. Yeah, but like I feel like all of Brooke's things he just watches because other people suggested it first. Yeah, because I'm a good friend. He wants a bespoke experience. (laughs) I don't know what that means. They're not a sponsor. (laughs) They're not a sponsor. That's bespoke post. Not yet. Got to have a goal. Can, uh, then how come you don't watch The Simpsons? You got 30, uh, 39 years of The Simpsons to catch up There's on. 39 seasons. I have Simpsons. no idea. It feels like Just it. Just watch the first 10 seasons. That's all you I don't know. really watch cartoons. It's not a cartoon. Is that? <laughs> it's, a multi- it's a multimedia experience. Yeah. yeah it's oh, a, okay. My bad, guys. Justin Kim says Family Guy. Man, I, haven't, I don't watch any of these things anymore. Anyway, Josh Reddick sucks and went to Australia. Yeah, it's great. There you go, Brooke. Eat, uh, he got kicked out of Mexico? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was down there. Even Ricky Vaughn made it. In, or no, not Rick Vaughn. Uh, the catcher. I don't remember the catcher's name. Rocky Gale? No, no, no. no. I don't know. <laughs> the catcher from uh, Major League. Where his knees are all trash. I don't, I don't remember his name. His name. Rick, no, He's the his... love story. That's not his name. That's not his name at all. Speaking of love stories, your friend, Ryan Pepio. Is uh, looks like he's gonna be making his big league debut on Wednesday. My best friend is about to be a big leaguer. I'm proud of you. Yeah, we I'm did proud it, of buddy. you. For we Ryan. did it, Ryan. I'm gonna DM him and be like, "We did it, man. We effing did it." The rumors, the reports, and I think Jake Taylor—that's his name. I think Kirsten confirmed it after the game today. Pepio is starting, making his big league debut on the Wednesday, very early in our morning. In Pittsburgh, nice spot to make your uh, make your splash, I guess. A very that? nice soft landing uh, for your first big league start, for sure. Nice ballpark, short little walk to the uh, park from their uh, their hotel. Yeah, bottom third offensive team. Yeah, yeah, and they're really bad. They put up five runs today. <laughs> he's on the taxi squad already. Um, he's been he's been really good at AAA so far. Someone, you got the numbers. Someone's getting a DFA. <laughs> is, he, is he on the forty man now? No. No, he's not. Someone's getting a DFA. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I like when that happens. That's good news. Not for me. I mean, not for them, but for me. Six starts at OKC, which is historically a very offensive-heavy league. We know this because people come up with ridiculous numbers and then don't produce. Guys like Jake Lamb absolutely destroy the ball there. Come up, don't produce. I hope you get to clip that. I, I do. I wasn't paying attention. No, I, I figured you weren't. Six starts, 205 ERA, 36 punches across 26 and a third. He was a player of the month. I mean, He's been this, good. Is, this is a guy that they've been talking about for a while. This is a guy where they're like Bobby Miller, Ryan Pepio. Everyone views Bobby Miller as like the next like lower tier of Walker Bueller. And I think that's yeah. going to be accurate. I do think that's going to be accurate. But behind him, I think you're going to have – there's a very good chance in the next five years we have a run of Walker Bueller – Bobby Miller and Ryan Pepio 
in the in the order somehow. Julio's going to obviously be mixed in there. We're getting real close to needing to sign that dude to a contract, by the way. I keep forgetting about that. But Ryan Pepio very very well could be like a back end of the rotation kind of guy for like a decent amount of time and a very good one. And he's got a lot of stuff to work on. He's got to clean stuff up. We saw it in spring. He wasn't all there. Yeah. Where he's at right now, his changeup, which is like apparently elite big league level. Yeah, that, that plays up. He just needs control on fastball. Yep. He needs – you know uh, that other a better secondary pitch, pitch <laughs> which him spending some time up here with Mark Pryor, with more Connor Mack, with more all of these guys. Josh Bard down there. He's gonna have a lot of time. I love me some Josh Bard. And also, also throwing with you know your throwing partner be these big leaguers who have the nasty pitch. That's where you pick it up. And Steve. Yeah, Steve. We're LinkedIn friends. I don't know if you call it friends on LinkedIn. Is uh, is John Langley still a bullpen catcher as well? I don't think so. Oh wait, no, he's gone. And Chico is the bullpen catcher. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's awesome though. Another one of uh, our friends of the show making his big 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 league debut. I think that's four, five, six of them now. Which means he's about to get traded. He's gonna get traded, but you know he's the right guy for this spot right now. I've seen some some Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller, you want him to be getting consistent starts in one spot, not having to fly, not having to shuffle a bunch of um, you know up and down. He will be a player on this team later on in the season. Also, you mentioned the the DFA. Somebody will need to to get DFA to get. Um, Ryan on the roster? No, because you have two opportunities for 60-day IL uh, opportunities. Words. Oh, yeah. okay. You got Blake and you got Victor, who you know was going to be at least 60 days. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a good opportunity to see oh, yeah, this guy. Before you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be a really good opportunity to see this guy. We might get um, two guys. <laughs> yeah. It could happen. It could happen. Look, I just really want Maybe the Jake best Lamb gets a spot? For my... My boy... Rake, uh, Rake Lame? His opt-out is coming up pretty soon. It's this month, so uh, they kind of have to. I still think it's going to be Pilar. He's just doing gooder. He has such a stupid face, though. Yeah, he really does. Great glove, though. No one cares. No. he uh, He's one of them fake hustle guys. Gets the job done, though. It's been a topic of conversation I, today. I, I love, I love uh, watching him play the game, but he's one of those dudes, Pilar, who sets up for the diving play. You see a lot of these big leaguers. Oh, shoot. Katie's grandma's watching on Facebook. I hope she didn't tune in earlier. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. We love you. Well, to uh, your point, Glenn, Gamble did it today in the Pirates game on that John yeah. Justin Turner's hit. Like, didn't need to die for it. Yeah. Will Don Trill even called him out for it. Like, probably didn't need to die for that. I will give, I will give uh, a, an abundance of credit for, to, to Cody Bellinger for never being one of those dudes. Cody can Cody could probably have gotten a gold glove last year in 95 terrible games with a bat because he was a gold glover in 2019 and uh you know he he just made like five or ten fake diving plays or something like that because they love oh they love the diving plays these kids these days but um you don't always need to dive and uh Kevin Pillar's big time uh I don't need to dive but you know what what was that? That's uh, that's 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 stutter stepping <laughs> and then tippy tappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like uh, like uh, that one guy in the thing. This is gonna be another reference that nobody really knew. We got a lot of those, so you could check it out in our review section because people say that a lot. Also, we make fart jokes apparently. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Big time uh, fart sniffer energy. That's what I hear. But it's going to be fun. If you guys uh, want to listen to our interview with Ryan Pepio, check it out. It's on our YouTube channel. Hey, and while you're there, go ahead and subscribe. <gasps> Hit that notification bell. Leave a like. It really helps out the channel. Watch the, watch the ads, too, you losers. Yeah, watch all the ads. Brooke needs we need a, money. He needs a new haircut. Things have gone very badly in my life. Guys, this guy right here. Oh, I didn't officially do the intro. I thought we yeah. Are we not leaving? I mean, eh, it's over. We're it's done. pretty much this over. This is the end. This is the end. My only, um, uh, I mean, aggressively, you're doing the show. <laughs> he's, he's a very angry guy. He's only had a white claw today and a Modelo, so he needs to get home. He needs to get, he needs, he needs to get the hell out there at Rocco's. That's what he needs. God bless that place. Oh, Rocco's. Mm. Yeah. Home of my two true loves. Yeah. Sarah and Modelo. Damn it. I thought I was going to make the cut there. Oh, Andrew. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. My bad. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's about it, guys. Uh, find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. I already told you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, but while you're also on the internet, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Everywhere your podcasts are available free, we're there. We're uploading more content there as well because we have this. We have our, our roundtable um if, if Eric ever does a three up, three down, you guys like, we might upload it. <laughs> this, uh, I wish I could just zoom in on you right now. Just, it's really good in there. It just really helps out the channel. Just gonna, I'm just going to cry as soon as you guys leave. Just on the couch. Just like, you're going to cry in the shower at the gym? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Gold's gym? No, I'm a 24-hour fitness now. They have a jacuzzi and it's cheaper and it's closer. Boom. Did you hear that? That guy is BrookMe3 on the Twitter and the Instagram. I am RealFRG, and that other guy is E-E-U-L-A-U. That's Eric Ulo on the Twitter. Don't follow him on Instagram. He doesn't post watching. How many, how many photos did you have? Follow me on Instagram. My Instagram account is fire. We had, a, we had a bet on how many photos that he would have on his camera roll, and I said it would be south of 1,000. It was south of 1,000. Three. I'm not a big picture guy, and I got like 4,000 pictures on yeah, the camera. Yeah, bro, bro, Gary talks about it all the time. Brooke does not see big picture. Uh, that's true. That's a good point. Guys, we are at Dodger Nation on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Out of respect for Mother's Day and out of respect for Katie's grandma, I will not make your mother joke at the end of this. However, Word I miss you, baby. What's good? All right, see you guys next week. Bye. Word to your grandma. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.